of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. And let's go. Good afternoon. Welcome. 48 beautiful degrees in downtown Canton. And coming to you live from 6th and Market. It is the Wednesday edition of the Kenny and JT Show, where Kenny, today, I saw what? it on the marquee on my way into work. What? The marquee at the Palace Theater says, happy birthday, Peggy Shaheen. Oh. Aunt Peggy is 90. You know who that is, don't you? Is that Kevin's mom? No, unfortunately, she passed oh. away years ago. Okay. This would be Dr. Lou's mom, of all people. Oh, okay. See, there are so many Shaheens I lose right. track, you know, so I'm trying to keep up with the, the family tree that you have right there. One thing you know is we're all related. So, Aunt Peggy, God love you. God grant you many more, and happy 90th birthday. Her husband, by the way, the late Ace Shaheen, uh, Hall of Famer in the radio business here in Stark County. All right. Nine, I hope I make it yes. to 90, man. So I have to, That's I have to a also, long life. I have to also say this. Pay the rent. Uh, that was an inside joke. Okay. Now okay. we're ready. So so some people out there got that. Very few. Not many did. So that, no, but they, that's okay. No, this is just to them. They understand. Oh, okay. All right. Very good. Hey, good news today. I didn't lose a bet yesterday. You know why? You didn't I make your one. Advice. I didn't make one yesterday on any well, of my apps. Well, you know what the flip side of that coin is? What's that? You didn't win the Mega Millions either. Did anybody win the Mega Millions? Nobody won, but I did see in Ohio there were two million dollar winners. Ooh. Didn't win those either. I haven't checked my ticket yet, so I haven't even it looked at my matter. numbers. They, you don't have so to I've, check your ticket. They check what? it for they know where the winners are. Did it say where they were from? Yeah, that wasn't in Canton or Medina. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, I played two tickets for it. So I did lose yesterday. I lost I lost right. real money yesterday. Yeah. See, with the apps, it was all their money that they mm-hmm. gave to me to bet that I lost. Yesterday, I, I did lose $4 on my two Mega Millions Don't tickets. feel too bad. You're not the only loser. Our loser in our Giannino's Pizzeria contest loses as well. And it shouldn't have been a loser either. Oh. Karis Levert on the wrong side of a 10-point play. What, what do you mean a 10-point play? I thought it was a 7-point play. He gets a flagrant foul. Jordan Clarkson makes the three, ends up making the foul shot. Then... He hits. He, he, they get the ball back because it's a flagrant, right? Yeah. Fouls him again. Another three points at the foul line, and yeah. then Karis Levert gets the ball on the other end, misses oh. a three. That's a <laughs> ten-point swing. Another Cavalier loser, but it cost our winner a chance to win in our Giannino's Pizzeria contest. So, our bad. Not not really uh, our bad. Karis yeah. Levert's fault. See, my half of the uh, the parlay came through I yesterday. Donovan Mitchell, yeah, over 30 points, no problem. Mm-hmm. He finished with 46, so that was a no-brainer going back there to Utah. But, they, hey, I wrote it down, JT. Cavaliers were up 107 to 102, and they had the ball with 152 left mm-hmm. in that game, 
and then they allowed Utah to go on a 13-0 right. run to lose that game 116-114 last night. And time. they outscored them like crazy in the fourth quarter, although mm-hmm. all the points that Utah scored was at the foul line. We were fouling them like crazy, and it resembled what the Cavaliers looked like last season. They had, oh, a, lot of, they had a lot of length on that team, Utah, yeah. and yeah. we didn't. And as soon as Jared Allen went out of that game last night, you knew it was going to be a tough call, a tough game to win. And unfortunately, if you're not shooting well, and they didn't down the stretch, they couldn't protect a seven or a five-point lead, you're a loser by two points. Brian, give me breaking news right now. Hurry up. Give me breaking news right early in the show. Breaking news. Here we go. Breaking news. Hurry up, Brian. Hurry, Brian. This just in. Jordan Clarkson is at the free throw line shooting three more shots yeah. on a foul thanks to a careless, I'm not calling him careless, careless Levert yeah. with his uh, poor defensive play. Uh, and then, like you said, launching up that yeah. triple that uh, uh, was off the mark. And uh, that was the turning point right there. Well, that stretch, giving up seven points and missing that three right mm-hmm. there, that basically turned the game around and cost the Cavaliers yet another road victory. I like the fact that he's aggressive, and the book on him was he wasn't a good defender. Well, with the exception of the fouls, I've been pretty impressed by the way he's been playing recently, but you need more help there. You need Isaac Okoro is just as much to blame, missing every corner three he took yesterday. What did he end up with, like four points? You've got to have more scoring than just waiting on your backcourt. And when, like I said, when when Jared Allen goes out with an illness, I mean, what is that illness? Come on. If you're, how can you start the game and then end up, ooh, I don't feel good. What, what do you got, the runs? He was throwing up. Oh. He was throwing up. You didn't listen to the postgame show I didn't. With I turned JB, off. No, right? I get mad. Okay. I turn yeah. it off. I watch the entire game, but the second yeah. that game's over, I'm done. Both Isaac Okoro and Jared Allen were throwing up. They were both sick. He didn't know if it was food poisoning or if it was the flu. Uh, Jared Allen, so much so he could not continue. Isaac Okoro did play. Uh, Wait a minute. didn't help much. Did you, you say know, so. Isaac Okoro throwing up what? Missing threes? Yeah. Is that what he's throwing up? Those three balls from the corner? <laughs> clank, clank. Yeah, Building a they, house? They, they, did not, uh, they did not go in the basket. No. So, uh, But those two guys were ill. So, hey, Jared, we're finding out that as good as Donovan Mitchell is, and he's an all-star, maybe a superstar, mm-hmm. as good as DG Darius Garland is, all-star yeah. last year, right? Jared Allen may be the glue that keeps and no this question. team together, man. And especially right? when Evan Mobley fouled out last night. He played really yeah. well down the stretch. He was blocking shots on that seven-footer. He looked really good. Uh, you, you, can't, you can't win without one of those guys on the floor. And he fouled out towards the end of that game. It was over. Yeah, you, you can't blow games like that. No. Though, right? When you're on the road and you have a team down like that and uh, you allow them to, uh, you know, come back, get some momentum, stay, you know, keep hope. Uh, in that game, and then they they get you down the stretch, and they get all the calls, yeah. and JB's waving at the officials. Hey, I will say this, okay? Um, my defender comes at him, and then the guy to shoot the ball. My defender comes at him, and then the guy in midair switches his feet yeah. to land on mm-hmm. top of my guy. That that's mm-hmm. not right, and he says something's got to be done about right. that. Um, and so I, I get that. I think one of the two calls was bad, uh-huh. uh, but the, one of them was at, you know accurate. And Karis LeVert yeah. can't be Car- Clarkson does it. He's got to yeah. realize that in who he's guarding that Clarkson does that. Yeah, everybody does it. It's, and at times, and that's one of the reasons you go to the review, if it's a non-natural shooting motion, you kick your leg out or whatever. The second one was they thought that Clarkson actually jumped backwards into him. 
Yeah, and I thought he did too, to be honest with you. I thought that one wasn't a foul. Mm -hmm. I thought the first one, based on the rule, right, was a foul, but I didn't think it was a flagrant one. Okay, I okay. He landed and, and there was contact, but it's mm-hmm. not like he initiated the. So I mean, those it's are that tough landing. Calls. It's that landing area. It's almost yeah. like the halo rule when a guy goes to catch a punt and you've got to give him, you know, I don't know what it was, how many feet to catch the ball, and they right. don't even make that call as much as they used to, and that's what the problem is. They keep changing these rules to where these guys don't know what they're doing. Is he over aggressive? Yes. Should he have not have rushed the shooter? Well, the guy's hot. You got to do something, right? It's yeah. unfortunate. It just, but hey, that's the rules. That's why you got to play the game, and and maybe you've got to be a little bit less aggressive in that situation. Yeah. So the Cavaliers blow one last night. Uh, what are they off tonight, right? And yeah. then they have uh, Portland tomorrow night. Yeah, and they're saying that now Ricky Rubio may make his first appearance of the season tomorrow night. Really. That'd be nice. They could use a little help off the bench. Where are you going to find the minutes for Rubio is the big question right now. Oh, you'll find minutes. Oh, there's no problem giving him minutes. There's a couple of things, but there's a couple of things you have to think about. One, how many minutes can the guy possibly take? He's missed last year, and this is his second ACL. So how many minutes, and where are the minutes? You're going to take away from Karis LeVert, probably, right? Yeah, yes, that's okay. I'm all right with that. You also need to scale back some of the minutes of your starting backcourt. These guys are logging too many minutes. We're only at the halfway mark. Cavaliers 26 and 16. So it's going to be a good problem to have, but let's see how they work it out. Shoot it, Rubio. Rubio. (laughs) Getting them back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am okay. I am okay with cutting back the minutes. Uh, of the uh, uh, of the point guards, the shooting guards, the Karis Levert guard, the right. uh, uh, who else is out there? Isaac Okoro guard, yeah. whoever. And given Rubio, you know what? It, all those guys we named. If uh, yeah. you take away two minutes from each of those guys and give Rubio ten minutes tomorrow night, I'm okay yeah. with ten minutes in his first game. You've got to get some production from the wing. It, it, it's more evident every day they play when you see the ball get kicked out, and for the most part. It's kind of like another football reference. When a, when a quarterback throws to a receiver and he keeps dropping the ball, what happens? Quarterback eventually stops throwing the ball to him, right? Right. Well, how long is it going to be before one of these uh, point guards drives the lane, looks to his left, sees Isaac Okoro wide open, and doesn't throw him the ball? I would. I know your personnel, right? I mean, and they always say, oh, we believe in everybody on this team. We've got each other's back. Well, when the game's on, hey, do you blame Okoro for not being able to make the shot, or do you blame J.B. Bickerstaff for having Okoro in the game in that situation? The problem is, who else do you have? That's why we're looking for somebody to play that wing. And the guy's standing there wide open, and they keep telling us, oh, he's one of the hardest workers on the team. He gets to the gym before anyone else, and all he does is shoot the ball. Yeah, well, guess what? It's not paying off. you got to change it, right? The other night he had a a big game. He made like two or three threes. He had 14 points. my thinking on that is, okay, that means he's done for the next five games well, making any threes because yeah. it happens about once every seven games. And you know as well as I do, there's also another reason they keep throwing him out there. Supposedly defense. No, that's that's one reason. I'll give you that. The other okay. reason is this. You what? keep playing him. He's a lottery pick, right? Let's, yeah. let's maybe try to get him some value uh, coming into the trade deadline on February 9th. He's going to have to be part of a deal. You don't have any first-round draft picks. You've got okay. two choices here. The way I yeah. see it, 
Isaac Okoro in a package deal with maybe uh, Karis Levert, and you go after somebody. And the word, the one name we keep hearing is Hardaway Jr. I don't know if I want him either, though. I'll take him over uh, right. Isaac Okoro in a heartbeat. Now, here's the thing. If you throw Isaac Okoro out there, yes, it could raise his trade value, but it could also decrease his trade yeah. value when you put him out there. So the next time he has a good game, uh, you, you, him. you don't play him a lot. Yes, just <laughs> let him sit for a while. You know, hey, look at that last game he had. He had 13 oh, points man. on uh, three of five three-pointers. You want him? Take yeah. him, please. Take him. Tough to take win. Tough to win on the road out west. This is their longest yeah. streak of the year or in years, playing, I believe, nine western teams in a row, which is amazing. Good to get this out of the way now because now it means that you're not going to have to go out there that much or for this long of a period again. And it's there, there's no disgrace in losing a game like that. But it's the way they lost it, and they really let one get away. You're not going to say that about the game they got blown out in Denver, right? Right, yeah. That's uh, what makes it, this it, sting a little bit. It's the Buckeyes against Georgia, right? Should have won the game. That's right. why it stings even right. more. Last night against the Jazz, should have won the game. Yep. Stings even more. Indians up 3-1 against the Cubs in the World Series. Should have won the me. series. Well, why don't you just uh, throw the drive and the fumble at me, too? <laughs> and Bernie Kosar three times. I mean, I, I, what are you going to do? Uh, it just happened so damn off. Ohio State over the – I mean, uh, it, it's – when you're there and you have the, you've got to close the deal, and they ain't be closing right now, right? They, yeah. they just, they, for whatever reason, they have trouble, uh, you know. In unless it's Donovan Mitchell closing by himself, I'll give yeah. Evan Mobley credit. He did hit that jumper the other night yeah. when they they won a, a close game, but still, usually it's Donovan Mitchell, and he can't. And I'll say this: hard to argue with a guy that scored forty six points, right? But they're down six points. He steals the ball. Yeah. And he goes in for a two-point layup. Got to shoot the three there. The two-point uh, layup does you no good there. Yeah. He's got to know that, and he's got to pull up in transition mm-hmm. or kick it to Darius Gar or somebody. Yeah. Let anybody, except for a quarter. Well, there was nobody Let anybody there. shoot a three. There was nobody by him. I mean, the, the rest of the team didn't make it down to the other side of the court that fast, and he just went right to the hoop. Maybe it's just yeah. instinct. I don't know. And, you know, i got to go back to this before I forget. What? Why did I say Bernie Kosar three times? Wouldn't it have been twice? Diminishing skills and what happened last weekend with the Browns and the gambling thing. There is a third item. What's that? When he got beat up by Rick Worstel at the All-Star game. (laughs) (laughs) Stelly did beat him out in that high school senior All-Star game. He sure did. Yes, he did. Hey, you know, I got to tell you something about that game, too. I was talking to Stelly the other day, and we were talking about quarterbacks getting hit in the blind side and everything that uh, they go through and how tough it is. And I asked him, I go, what was the hardest time you were ever hit? What game was it? Was it the Moeller game? You beat them. You won a state championship. You played, I believe, at uh, Miami in college. What's the hardest you ever got hit in the game? I know for me where it was, but it's different because I was a receiver. You know what he told me? This is crazy. The North-South All-Star game his senior year, he got drilled by a linebacker. Forget who it was. He said it's the hardest he's ever been hit. We just washed the hair. You know, I work on my hair a long time, and you, and you hit it. He hits my hair. And that's why he was mad at that linebacker. But could you imagine, and, and the, the list came out today, instead of the All-Star game or the Pro Bowl, what they're going to do instead of it, which just goes to show you that nobody ever really plays hard in an All-Star game yeah. unless you're going after Rick Worstel. Then you want to hit him as hard Kill as you can. Guy. Kill the quarterback, isn't that what he used to say? 
we used to play that game, right? Yeah. When we were kids, yeah. give the quarterback the ball, kill the quarterback, mm-hmm. mess his hair up, tackle him, and then rub his his head, Poor mess guy. his hair up, get all that product out of his hair, and messes it all up. You think there's you know? product in there? He's got product oh, okay. in his hair. Come on, right. man. Yeah, looks that good. You got to have. I don't know what type of product. He's guy. either he's either got some uh, some gel. Some mousse, some spray, yeah. or or maybe you, you know him. He's in the the hospital industry. He knows doctors. They probably give him some special stuff for his well, hair. You know what I mean? It's amazing too because I'll I'll be reading uh, Sprinkle the Infield at five thirty today. There's a story related to sugary drinks and hair loss and male pattern baldness. What? They're saying they did a study in China, okay. and I don't know what the percentages are. I'll have to read the story later on, but. They can correctly identify that too much sugar in your drinks as a kid can result in male pattern baldness. Well, if that's the case, why do I have so much hair on my back? Oh, <laughs> oh, too much information. Lebanese kid. We know what we're talking about. Isn't that a oh, sin? Gosh. You got more hair on your back than you do on your head. I, I do not know of what you speak. Yeah, I can't, you're not can't. Lebanese. Yeah, I, I, I got a cousin, uh, my cousin Paul. I talk about him all the time. Yeah. He takes his shirt off. You think he's got a sweater under there. <laughs> oh, God. little George the Animal Steel action. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Eat belt buckles hey. as well and spit out green stuff. Another full circle moment. We're talking about the cool. WWE, and we told you about Vince McMahon coming back into the fold. Yeah. He's only doing it to help sell the business. They're oh, going to really? sell the WWE. What do you think that's worth? What it used to be worth and what it's worth now, I can't believe it's the same, right? right. It, it, are we missing something? Yes. Is it as good as it, you know, as it was and we're just too old, we're not in with the hip crowd? Popularity-wise, SmackDown, a couple of their other shows, and remember this, they outstretch just wrestling. They're into everything, movies. Yeah. Remember, this is big business. I did a Google search. WWE is worth $6.53 billion dollars seriously it's way more than hulk hogan and all the little hulkamaniacs hey brother that's right gotta take your vitamins yeah say your prayers and take your vitamins yeah so it's worth more than any professional football team professional team yeah. Is that, what, I'd have to I double mean, check about, and see what the Cowboys are worth, check and see what the Yankees are worth, and then yeah. check and see what WWE. But remember, it outstretches just the sport. They they do a ton of movies. Yankees value. Let's see what the Yankees right. are right now. Uh, Yankees value. Uh, Nine? Champion. Six billion dollars. Okay. Is what um, uh MLB team valuation, how much are the Yankees worth, according to this uh, feature here wow. uh, on the intranet? And if it's on the intranet, mm. it must be true, right? Yep. Um, yeah, so it says $6 billion is what the uh, uh, what the Yankees are worth. So uh, the Dallas Cowboys, let's see, Dallas Cowboys uh, value, Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones. Uh, oh, uh-uh. Dallas Cowboys worth Around $8 billion. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, uh, in 2022, the franchise value Jeez. came to around $8 billion U.S. dollars. The Dallas Cowboys wow. are owned by Jerry Jones, who bought the franchise for $150 million Man. in 1989. Buy low, Jeez. sell high. That's what uh, Jerry's going to – well, he'll probably oh, keep it in the family. Man. But, yeah. 
So about eight billion for the Dallas well, Cowboys, about six billion for the New York Yankees. Again, when you talk about the Dallas Cowboys, you're talking about everything involved with marketing and that stadium, correct? Probably. Yes. Yes. The whole works. Jerry okay. World. The whole works. Yeah. Uh, L.A. Lakers value. Well, that's why you build a dome. That right there is the yeah. reason to build a dome. I, you've been down there. Does the uh, is there an opening in the top like the old one, the old stadium? I don't. Does it think close? So. It's, I, I, from my remembrance, it's closed because you have the Jerry uh, vision, you know, from the, the yeah. 25-yard line to the 25-yard line. So I, I don't think you, you would have that open. Now, huh. I could be wrong because I've only been there I one time, and, and it was when the Buckeyes won the national championship. Huh. Um, but uh, here, L.A. Lakers, worth $5.9 billion. Damn. So there, there you go. So the WWE as an entity, right? is right up there with the Cowboys, the Yankees, the Lakers. How crazy is that? Yeah. I mean, and who knows what he put into it to uh, purchase it or run it back whenever he started as the chairman of the board, Vince McMahon. But, uh, you know, I'll be curious to see if he gets what it's worth. If mm-hmm. one individual or if they have to sell it off in, uh, you know, to multiple owners and everything like mm-hmm. that. Because – I. I just, and again, man, we're just curmudgeons. We're old. Maybe that's the case, and we just don't know, uh, you know, all the wrestlers and watch it like we used to because we don't think the wrestlers are as big time uh, as. Well, let me ask you this: mm. Like LeBron James, you could argue he's uh, right up there with Michael Jordan from yesteryear, right? So you've mm. got LeBron versus Michael. Fair argument. Can we say The Miz versus Hulk Hogan? No. Can you say Roman Reigns versus The Rock? I don't think you can, right, as far as popularity goes. John well. Cena is probably the most recent popular wrestler uh, who's turned to movies well, and whatnot. Cena returned, what, two weeks ago and wrestled. But you have to remember as well. When you start talking about the Roman Reigns of the world and you start talking about the people that follow that sport, you're talking about yeah. kids that are a lot younger than us. And if you ask them who Hulk Hogan is, they're going to tell you, I don't know, I've seen a picture of him. They're going to say absolutely Roman Reigns. So, again, just because it's not in your wheelhouse right now doesn't mean it's not popular with them youngsters. And if I may, I just real quick. No, you may not. Think of- <laughs> go ahead. Well, Tim May? Anyway. What? Tim May is hey, going to join us? go ahead, Brian. Hey, okay. Make them pay. <laughs> um. <laughs> but the WWE is its own industry. They have no competition. It's not like yeah, they Coke. Do. No, they do, Brian. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah. Do. What they're, other wrestling there's, uh, there's outfits are there? all kinds of crazy ones. You, when you follow this sport, they've got extreme wrestling. I don't know the name. There's a ton. Is there? Yes. Yeah, there are. And I'll tell their, you who at else. Their level? You know who else is their, comp- their competitor? MMA. Yeah. MMA. All right, but okay. But I just always thought UFC. WWE owns wrestling. No. I didn't think they had a competition like Coke and Pepsi. No, they were just the most. They spent the most money on it. They did the most marketing. They were the most popular. But there were still, you got to remember, this thing all evolved from regional wrestling organizations. Back then, there was competition. But still, what happened was Vince McMahon bought them all up. and created the WWF, yeah. which morphed into the WWE. There's, still, there's local guys that are doing this stuff. But is that comp? Would you consider that WWE no. competition? Yes. If if Six I can go listen, industry compared to well, let me let me finish and I'll All tell right. you exactly what happens. Right. If I can afford to go see something in mass, and I've done this before, 
at uh, you know whatever club it was, and you pay to go see wrestling local because you either know somebody who's wrestling or you can't afford the WWE or you're not going to wait for it to come around, then yes, based on availability, it's competition. And Brian, just so you know, when I was at KNR, there was a local uh, group that, that did wrestling shows, and they, they wanted me to um, be a manager. Really? I'm a manager uh, for, for one of the wrestlers. And they're like, all right, here's what we need you to do. We need you to walk in the ring where you have a girl on the right side oh, of you, a girl cool. on the left side. Uh, you walk in with two girls, and uh, this is the, uh, nice. the enemy. And, and uh, you know, you guys are going to talk back and forth, and then we want you to flip them off in the middle of the ring. What right? was your name would have been? Like I, the I, mouth you know of what? the south, uh, you know. Yeah. And, and you Bobby like the Brain Heenan. You look yeah. like that dude. Yeah, I, so I've heard that before. Uh, Hart, what was his name? Jimmy, uh, um, the mouth of the oh, south. What was his first what? name? Jimmy Hart? There were so many. Was it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, but so they're like, yeah, so you walk in, uh, you know, you, you you say some things about him, how he's going to lose, and he's going to say something to you, and you just flip him off, and, and uh, the place will go crazy, and you walk out of the ring. So I did that. So. Yes, they're not as big as WWE, but now there are some that are rivaling it and more extreme wrestling with crazy stuff that they do uh, than uh, WWE. So anybody out there that's a WWE fan, call us. Let us know. Are we missing the boat on this? And is Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, who stepped down, Triple H, are they going to get whatever the, the, the value says it is right now? for the WWE. Hey, got to remind everybody, JT, coming up at 4 o'clock, you're not going to want to miss it, people. Jimmy Donovan, the voice of the Browns, recaps this past season with us live. Woo! It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.